Hello again, dear ones. I'm Halo Quinn, and this is the Enchanted Podcast, where we talk about magic, stories, folklore, and adventures in re-enchanting one's life. Each episode, I share pieces of enchantment from a pagan perspective, including story-focused episodes, myths, and talks on learning magic. Stories are woven throughout my magical practice, and so this episode is one of our Blue Hair storytelling specials, the third of three featuring the brilliant, resilient, safely distanced damsels. Check out the previous episodes to hear their story, the tale of Taliesin and the story of the Star Child, as we met in that wild West Wales windy barn near Aberystwyth, courtesy of the Hoskers. We are the damsels, the brilliant damsels, resilient damsels, safely distanced damsels. A hell of a secret in Agweef. It doesn't get better than this. We are the damsels, the brilliant damsels, resilient damsels, safely distanced damsels. A hell of a secret in Agweef. It doesn't get better than no. It doesn't get better than no. It doesn't get better. That we're not too far from where Taliesin is buried. Oh, you know what, Angelina? She, you know, we. She said earlier she just goes off on one. Yeah. Oh, that's another of my favourite games. Actually, sometimes we collect things during the day, me and Veronica, don't we? And we give them to Angelina to hold. She has one thing in one hand and one in the other, and the places she goes, it's amazing. (laughs) I mean, we don't know until she comes back and tells us about it, but um. We can see what's going on from the expressions on her face. Oh, so, so we exciting. just watch her expressions and sometimes she makes little noises or says things with these objects in her hand. We're sitting there trying to guess where she is. It's, oh, it's so much fun, it? it really is. <laughs> we do I do like that on. game. Yeah. It is good. But you went somewhere with the, where we are here with Taliesin, didn't you? you we, we all went for a walk up to Beth Taliesin, Taliesin's yeah. grave. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it, up there? I could just feel the river. And the water running down from the mountains and the streams and all gathering in the river and then carrying his spirit all the way down the Dovey River and all the way to the sea and then out to sea. It was really very beautiful and it inspired a song. It inspired a song. Mm. And some of this song actually came from the land. And I've heard it somewhere. I've heard it somewhere sung, but it came to me. So it's, it's not my words. And it's called Taliesin. Well, I would love to hear that. Especially for you. Aww. <laughs> well, it is my favourite story. Let us see. 
came from Taliesin, the great bard himself. A stream of Arwen from oh, Keridwen's yeah, cauldron pouring bossing. through him yeah. from the land. Yeah. Could be. Could be. Mine yeah, bossib. Mm. So you sang it once and somebody said to me, like, that's a really old Welsh song. Mm. So It is an old Welsh song. Part, mm. part of it. Part of it. It's gorgeous. It felt, felt like I was really, really there. Thank you for taking us with you. You're very welcome. So. so I'd like to know, while we're talking about the bard Taliesin, who was a great storyteller, if there's a story that our otherworldly visitor here in the flesh feels like telling us today. Oh, go on, Angelina. Tell us a little story. Yeah. You'd like a story? Oh, a little short story would be great. All right. So this, this story was actually written by a man who lived on Earth many, many years ago, whose name was Oscar Wilde, and it's called The Star Child. And I'm just going to tell it kind of summarised. It's a very long story. So this story begins with two woodcutters, and they're out late one night. They've been all day searching for wood and it's freezing cold. It's the middle of winter and there's snow on the ground. And they're lost. And they're, they're afraid that they may die in the snow if they stay out all night. And so they, they call for a sign and, and they get it. You see, angels always answer. They see a falling star in the sky. But this is no ordinary falling star. They actually see it fall all the way down to the ground and land not very far from where they are. And so they head in that direction, hoping that they may find gold wherever the star landed. But when they reach the spot, they see a golden light, but as they approach it, they find that it's not a pot of gold, but a golden shawl wrapped around a little baby. And the baby is just glowing beautifully with light. And one of the woodcutters says that they should leave the baby there. They have enough trouble feeding their own children. But the other woodcutter 
says that it would be such an unkind thing to do, a cruel thing to do. And he picks up the baby and carries it home. And after that, they find their way easily all the way home. And the star child is raised with the woodcutter's family. And he's a beautiful child and can sing beautifully, can dance, can play musical instruments, has incredible knowledge that nobody knows how he got to know those things. And all the other children admire him and look up to him. But the thing is that although he has all these gifts, he is arrogant. In fact, he is cruel and mean and bosses the other children around. And especially if somebody's a little bit different, he pushes them away. He won't entertain them. And one day, when he and his friends are playing, a woman arrives in the village. And she's all bedraggled and ragged, and she's obviously been walking for a long, long time, very tired looking, very like a beggar woman. And he just mocks her and teases her, and the other children join in because they're trying to please him, and they all throw stones at her, and it's an awful scene. But it turns out that this woman is actually the star child's mother. And when he finds this out, he's so horrified that he shuns her and sends her away. But having done so, he then discovers that he himself turns into a strange creature with the head of a toad and skin of a snake. And he realises that this is his punishment for the cruelty he has shown his own mother and the only way he will recover his beauty is by receiving her forgiveness and so he goes out in search for her and he searches far and wide he searches day after day week after week month after month year after year and everywhere he goes he himself is shunned and ridiculed wherever he goes because of his appearance and so he learns what it's like and eventually he is humbled, truly humbled and sad that he is all alone in the world because of his cruel actions. And one day he's just sleeping under a tree and he wakes up in the night and he walks out and he looks up at the sky and remembers where he came from and he wonders where that is where exactly in the universe he did come from and I'd like to sing you a little song right now from the star child
creatures of the sea. Where did life begin? How do we fit in? Could it be that we are all So he continued on his journey and eventually he came to a city, a great walled city, and there was a big gate with guards at the gate and they wouldn't allow him to enter the city. They thought he was a very strange looking creature and they had enough strange people in the city already and they tried to send him away. And then a magician came along, strangely. And the guards realised that they could actually make a profit by selling this strange creature to the magician for a bowl of wine. And the magician was very happy to part with a bowl of wine for this creature who decided to take home and maybe do some experiments on or maybe get to use him for his own purposes. And so the star child went with the magician. And the magician asked him where he was from and why he was there. And the star child broke down in tears. It was the first person that had actually spoken to him and wanted to know about him. And he told the magician all about his journey to find his mother. And he hoped that his mother was here in this great city. And the magician said that if she was, he would help the star child to find her. But he would need something from the star child in return. And so, the following day, he sent the star child out on a journey to find a piece of red gold that was hidden deep in the forest. And if he could find this piece of red gold, then he would offer his help in finding the star child's mother. So the star child left the city and went into the forest. And he searched and he searched, but did not find the red gold. Just then, he heard a sound, a pitiful, crying sound. And when he followed the sound, he saw that it was a hare that had had its leg caught in a trap. And his heart went out to the hare and he dropped down and he grabbed hold of the trap and he pulled and he pulled it open until the hare was free. And the hare was deeply grateful to the star child and offered some help in return. That's how it works, isn't it? And the star child said, well, as it happens, I do need some assistance in finding this piece of red gold. Would you happen to know where it is? And the hare led him deeper into the forest. 
And when they came to the heart of the forest, there was a huge, huge tree. And in the heart of the huge, huge tree was a crevice. In this crevice, the star child found the red gold. When he turned around, the hare had gone. So he took the gold in his pocket and he made his way back to the city, delighted that he would now have the assistance of the magician in finding his mother. But when he reached the gates, there were the guards and there was a man, all bedraggled, poor, with a cloak over his head. And when the man looked up at him, his eyes were rimmed with red and his, his skin was flaking. He was a leper. And he was begging everyone who passed, and everyone kept their distance from him. No one would go near, certainly not give him anything. And once again, the star child's heart opened, and he knew what he had to do. He walked straight up to the beggar and gave him the red gold. Now he knew that there would be no help from the magician, so he just wandered the streets of the city, he wandered for hours, getting lost in the twisting, winding alleyways and passages, and eventually reached a wide square and a palace in the square. And the people were gathered there. They were gathered to see the king and the queen of the city. And when the star child saw them, he was amazed, because the queen was his mother. And the king was he who had been the beggar at the gates. And they looked straight at the star child. And the star child ran to them and fell at their feet. And he begged forgiveness from his mother and cried at her feet, his tears washing her. And of course, she forgave him. And when he rose... They were looking at him with deep love in their eyes. And he was ashamed because of his appearance. But it soon became apparent that he no longer had his strange form, the toad and snakeskin-like body. He was once more his own self, tall and lovely. And he lived ever after with the king and the queen and invited the woodcutter and his family to come and live with them at the palace. And in time, he became king of that city. And as far as I can tell, he ruled it very well. And that is the end of the story of the Star Child. Oh, oh I don't know why I said earlier that we get bored. Angelina can always tell us a story, she can't she? <laughs> oh, I love your stories, Angelina. Thank you. Oh, we're yeah, so lucky with who we work with, I know, aren't we? Because you work really, really hard on the cart, keep the cart going, and yeah. and you keep us amused with your stories and where you go. And, and you cook beautiful food. Oh. Most important mm. Honestly, she cooks amazing food. Oh, What's your favourite thing I cook? Oh, that bourguignon. Oh, oh, you call it? Oh, you call it that, and that's good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Lentil bake. Oh, the lentil the bake. lentil bake is delicious. Got a little fire and an old tin. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I won't give it away. <laughs> that's it. Aubergine bourguignon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one, isn't it? 
I'll tell you what, you're making me hungry now. What are those biscuits? (laughs) (laughs) Angelina's snaffled them, that's it. I think Angelina might have eaten them all. I do apologise. I thought they were for me. Well, those ones were. I'll find some more, I'm sure. I'll have another sip of this lovely birch tea that will keep me going. Oh, thank those fawns and those selkies. Was it the selkies that made the tea? It was the sirens. The sirens who made these tea. Yeah. And the Kelpie tea. Yeah, well, do do say Jochamal the Elm to them all, won't you, when you see them again? I will, I will indeed. So it sounds like you never had a chance to get lonely, like the Star Child, the poor thing. Well, it can be a bit of a lonely business, but it's nothing compared to what... People seem to be going through at the moment. Mm. Oh gosh, no, it's been such a challenge. Mm. Yeah. The last, what's it been now, four, five months? This year is just, this season has just been, it's been so strange. It's been almost timeless. And people are really struggling. Here comes the train. Wave at the train. Wave at the train. Or was that train empty? I think there was one person on it, one lonely person, oh, probably. There's so much and with all this, and with all this loneliness, I wrote a song. Do you do for this? Yes, as a tonic. Oh, it's a beautiful song. Yes. Oh, would you share it with us, please? I would love to. And it's called This Life. This Life.
so beautiful I think I might cry <laughs> oh Dielgenfauer it's such a beauty to share isn't it yeah oh it's a beautiful song yeah. it's when you, you one of the magical things about songs one of the wonderful things about about stories and about art and the things that we can make is you can wrap up the feelings that we are experiencing and yes. put, turn them into something beautiful absolutely yeah it's yeah. one of the ways we know we are sharing so much more than we think we are. Mm. Sometimes things that are difficult for people to t talk about, the, the song does it, doesn't it? Yes. You just need a, a, a can have read a lovely song and and somehow it, it says it all. And, yeah. and also yeah. I've noticed that people like sometimes try to keep their feelings inside. You know, we walk around trying to be strong and brave mm. all through these difficult times and it's good to have our feelings opened up and a song like that it yes. really does it's an outlet heart. isn't it at the end of the mm. day yes. it does touch you know I think I feel less lonely now oh, oh good that's the idea I hope everybody <laughs> listening to this does too I yeah. hope so I hope so it's been so wonderful having you all here and I, I it does make me wonder you don't know where the cart's going to take you next on your search for the, the broken half of the pendant no idea. Could go anywhere. Didn't Sinead. Yeah. Where do you wish it would take you? <sighs> oh, we've had this conversation oh. so many times, haven't we? I wouldn't mind going back to that sweat lodge. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she liked the naked thinking, men she did. Yeah, yeah, I was just thinking we're going into autumn. Let's, let's hope the cart takes us off somewhere lovely and, and hot and sunny. and, and so A bit of sun would be nice, actually. Yeah. Back to Peru. Yeah. <gasps> did you like it in Peru? Oh, Peru. Oh. What was your favourite bit about Peru? Oh. The plants. So many magical plants there. Mm. Mm. And they all spoke to me. I'd walk through the forest and the plants were just so alive and communicating. And some of them very tasty as well. <laughs> yes. It's like the songs that you hear in the leaves. You were saying about the leaves of the trees. Mm. And those breezes that just drift through the leaves. And you can hear the, the music of the forest. Oh, I've never been to Peru. But I bet the songs there are very different. Mm. The songs. Oh, the songs are lovely, weren't they? Yeah. And everybody seems to play music there everywhere we went. Yes, anyway, lots of musicians. And so we, we spent a lot of time just sitting back and letting other people entertain us, which was just... That was nice. That was, was a nice show. It was lush, as you'd say, V. Lush, yeah. Lush. lush. Lush is such a good word. Isn't it? It's, it's lush, isn't it? <laughs> Well, it's been absolutely wonderful having you all here and having this opportunity to meet in, in Dr. Hosker's barn in the mm. edge of nowhere. Yeah. Big, big Diachenbauer to the Hoskers yeah. for the use of their barn yes. at this time when we need to be a little bit apart from one another. Yeah, when we need a bit of space between us, but we share the space with the swallows mm -hmm. and with our listeners with the setting sun with the odd dog and the odd mm. passing train as well which is uh, no bad thing i think indeed indeed life goes on yes life goes <laughs> on life goes on thank you so much for having us yeah. you're very welcome Steve. yes and the lovely spandex who helped uh, supply the equipment oh um, yeah as he does in, uh, 
Yes, all the, the tech and the cables and, and wires and lights. He's quite renowned in these parts, isn't he? Uh, Spandex Steve. I've heard yeah. a lot about him. We have. Yeah. We have all good. Oh, good. I'm good. <laughs> yes. yes, everywhere I go, I mention, I mention Spandex. It helps me out. Yes, everyone goes, oh, yes, I know Spandex. <laughs> yes. So, so, yeah. Well, I think, I think now as the sun is setting and we need to pack away the equipment before the light goes, and I suppose you need to go and check on your cart and the fire and make sure you've got some food in. Well, we should help you with the washing up from the tea things, really, as well. Yes. Oh, that would be delightful. Angelina's good at washing up, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to suggest that we play out with a song. I would like that very much. Can we finish with a song? Yes. Can you play... uh, Earth things again for us. Love to. Pamela, why not? Such a happy song. Oh, go on. What on earth is going on on planet Earth? Is it a spiritual rebirth? Just as was prophecy. We can't go to the shops, shops. so we plant a window box. Now we can eat something organic, organic. and delay our sense of panic. Panic! 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 panic. panic. Oh, Calm down, Hello Desi. Oh, sorry, we get oh, carried sorry. away sometimes, Hello. We look up at the skies, but we don't recognise the patterns of the stars. They're not quite right. We really haven't got a clue what's going on or what to do. Meanwhile, there goes another satellite. Satellite. Oh, I do love that one. I don't know if that's my favourite. I don't know if I could choose my favourite between all your songs. I can't. I can't no. they, they change them every day. <laughs> yeah, they're all beautiful, aren't they? Yeah. They're all medicine. So it depends on what we need that day, I suppose. Yeah, yes, exactly. Way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah, medicine for a broken heart oh. or a distanced heart. Brilliant, resilient, safely distanced medicine. <laughs> from the brilliant resilient safely distanced damsels I like that yes <laughs> well I hope that your adventures continue to be full of kindness and joy and bring smiles to the hearts of strangers 
and beauty to the days of puppies. Sure, Avod, I'm sure it will. We keep giving out kindness, so we seem to get it back. I think you will indeed. So is there anything you'd like to, to say to our listeners before we leave? Where are we next? Oh, well, if we're still here, we're going to go on a little jaunt around Aberystwyth soon, yes, aren't we? A last yes. little jaunt. Might, might not be a last, but I've got a feeling the cart is starting to rumble a bit mm. slower. Mm. Might take is that the 24th? Yeah, 24th of September, depending on when this podcast goes out. Um, yeah. If you haven't seen us, you still have a chance. <laughs> so a I've got a feeling the prom... I hope we go back, the yeah. cart takes it us back to the prom, we can see some dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice at that sort of four thirty, five o'clock time, isn't it? People kind of finish work and go for a little stroll and oh. uh, take the dogs out. So maybe the 24th on the prom, I reckon, around yeah. five o'clock. Wonderful. Well, I hope to catch you then after work myself. I'd like to say, Dioch am Balban Aberystwyth. And Bod Morkavaitgar. Thanks to everyone in Aberystwyth for being We've so friendly and lovely, mm. lovely people. I'm really glad. And I'm sure that if your cart brings you back this way again, you'll be welcomed with the kindness that you have shared with us. Oh. See, look, even the swallows are agreeing. <laughs> so please, as one last farewell, play your signature tune. Oh, if we must. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have it as an earworm, though, Halo. (laughs) And I'll enjoy every minute of it. Excellent. Thank you, Dior. Barod, damsel, Always Barod. We are the damsels, the brilliant damsels, resilient damsels, safely distanced damsels, a hell of a secret in a grief. It doesn't get better than this. We are the damsels, the brilliant damsels, resilient damsels, safely distanced damsels, a hell of a secret in a grief. It doesn't get better than no. And that was the end of the damsel's visit to the barn in Wild West Wales, with the swallows and the trains and myself, Halo Quinn, founder of the Enchanted Academy, or T for short, and not-so-secret identity of the blue hair of blue hair storytelling. If you'd like to see more of the damsels, do check out their Facebook page, which you can find linked to, along with links to my book, Pagan Portals, Gods and Goddesses of Wales, if you'd like to read Taliesin's tale and meet him and the other magical beings. And more on our website. Haloquin.net. That's H A L O Q U I N dot N E T. Until next time, keep telling stories and stay enchanted. And now a word from our sponsors. 
This podcast is supported by my lovely patrons who donate on Patreon and in return get early access to magical tips and classes, lessons in magic and witchcraft, and extra goodies for being wonderful. Come check out my offerings there and support me by joining the Enchanted Academy at patreon.com forward slash Halo Quinn. Stay magical. Ping!